Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Simple Talk. Today, we are speaking with Diana Lidstone, and she is the owner of the Entrepreneur's GPS. Good morning, Diana. Hey, good morning, Jenny. How are you this morning? I'm great. (laughs) Good. Um, So, Diana, tell us about your journey. Well, as I said to you earlier, well, that could take a while because, you know, I've, uh, my entrepreneurial journey is quite long. And I think like most entrepreneurs, it's very winding, it's up and down. Um, Yeah, so I started my entrepreneur journey, not as a teenager, but more as, um, you know, a mom with two young kids. And I really didn't fit into, you know, I was kind of like a round peg trying to fit into a square hole. And yeah. Um, and I just sort of gave up and said, you know what? Um, I don't fit in in corporate. Uh, and so I started uh, back in 19. Don't that, date yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like 19. I think I started my first business, I would say, in 84. Oh, yes. <laughs> 84. Most of you weren't even born then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, after my son was born, I said, no, I'm not doing this whole going to the, you know, traveling, putting the kids in, or, you know, my son in daycare, all that type of thing. And so I started in 1984 with what today would be a virtual assistant. And so people actually dropped work off at my front door. (laughs) And um, I had a, I bought a computer and a printer and I think it cost me like $5,000. And the printer was, it was so heavy. It was all I could do to lift it. (laughs) So things have changed somewhat. (laughs) But yeah, that was... um, So that was just outside of Montreal when we lived there. And I sort of ramped that up. My husband got transferred. So we went to live outside of uh, Halifax. And I started all over again. (laughs) And this time, baby number two. And so, yeah, it really morphed into something quite a bit bigger when I was down there. And then my husband got transferred again. (laughs) So I closed the business. And this time I said, hmm, what am I going to do that, um, you know, by this time the kids are in school and all that sort of thing. And I sort of said, well, what can we do that more the whole family can get involved in? Little did I know, but anyway, we ended up opening a retail store. Oh. Yeah, 1995, I opened a store, uh, Emporium Hudson, and it was sort of a home decor gift store. Uh, We bought the building and uh, ran that for 12 years. And the story kind of goes that I started that not knowing anything about retail. (laughs) So, you know, I think what that shows is that... um, you can do anything. You can learn anything along the way. And I have this whole mantra about, yes, you can. If you can dream it, you can do it. And it's not a new, you know, concept. But I think so many people kind of, they hesitate, they don't know, you know, the fear, the whatever. 
And I'm more of the kind of person that jumps right in. That's me. That's me. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so ran that, you know, and had a huge learning curve and had some real ups and downs. Um, and, you know, I'll be quite honest with your listeners. I knew nothing literally nothing about retail and had to learn all about inventory and management of inventory. I had to learn about staffing and hiring. Um, you know, there were so many things that I had to learn and so many mistakes I made along the way, but you know, you learn from them and you try not to repeat the same mistake again. Try. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. During that 12 years, I mean, the you know, the profits grew, it was amazing. Um, but what was happening was uh, by 2007, I guess it was, the retail um, environment was changing quite a bit in the area where I lived. And so the big box stores were moving in, et cetera, et cetera. So my husband and I had, we had a 10 year plan. We were a little over our 10 year plan, uh, but we put the building up for sale. We eventually sold it. I had this thought uh, that I could take part of the retail, bring it home and just, oh, I'll just put it online. Yeah, I'll just put it online, 2007. I didn't know what that involved. And then when I got home, I kind of went, oh. <laughs> right, that's, that's more work than I thought it was gonna be. But I also realized that I had burnt out. Yep. Uh, during the time uh, from, I think it was like 2000, yeah, 2000 to 2007, my daughter was very ill. In fact, she was bedridden during that time. And I was trying to, you know, I had a teenage son. I had a husband who was in corporate and who traveled a lot. And I was trying to run them. Oh, I was trying to run the store. Plus I had joined a network marketing group and I was trying to be super mom. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, my, just to let listeners know that my daughter is very well now. She uh, recovered from that. Um, but it, you know, in the time when I came home after selling the store, I realized, um, you know, how burnt out I was, et cetera, and kind of made note of all those things that I really didn't have to do before and I could have done things smarter, which actually leads me to what I do now. Um, I Right now I'm working with, um, I call them seasoned business owners. Okay. They've been in business a while and, uh, but they've kind of hit some sort of wall. And the wall could be financial. It could be that, you know, like their business isn't growing what the way they want. But most of the time, the wall is I'm working 24 7, 365, and I'm sacrificing all this time with my family and friends. And so, a little bit, you know, you help them do the same thing. I help them in a different way. And uh, so, I help these entrepreneurs, I call it think more like a CEO. And um, yeah, so these could be entrepreneurs who are, I don't know, maybe they're, you know, six figures, multiple six figures, or they couldn't even, even be seven figures entrepreneurs. And it was a real eye opener for me to see seven figure entrepreneurs who 
hadn't built a strong, what I would call basic foundation for their business. Mm -hmm. It had just sort of grown in spite of itself or without any design. It's kind of like winging it kind of thing. And I'm sure you see the same thing, right? They're <laughs> going like all of them. Hope and a prayer. <laughs> yeah. Hope and a prayer. That's right. Yes. And their marketing is like throwing spaghetti at the wall. They were, you know. Yeah. And just that in itself, from what I have learned in my years of entrepreneurship and working with people like that is that if they can just focus and just simplify, then think, then you save so much time just yep. there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, my journey is a little winding. Of the That's a lot. <laughs> um, so is there one piece of advice you wish you had before you started? Oh, it's hard to narrow it down to one piece, but I'll, I'll say there's a couple of things, but I'll clump it into this one piece is clarifying your definition of success. It's kind of like, and I used to work for finance, at one time I worked for a financial advisor and we used to say, you know, what does retirement look like for you? Really, what does retirement look like exactly? And, you know, how much money are you going to need? And then you can reverse engineer it. Well, I take the same philosophy to building a business. So when you're, quote unquote, when you're successful in your business, what does that mean? You know, how many hours are you working? Uh, what does it look like? Uh, you know, all kinds of scenarios in there. Mm-hmm. And then reverse engineer it. And then every decision that you make in your business should be focused about, you know, how can I achieve that definition of success? And in there is thing, are things like, you know, simplifying and streamlining, putting in systems, you know, hiring the right team. All of that goes into clarifying your definition of success. Great. That's my that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, um, you don't want to be living someone else's idea of success because then at the end of the day, it's not fulfilling. Why did you start? Well, and, place? and, you know, I think social media, I hate to say blame, but, um, you know, we see all these things on social media and we think that they are the, the real thing. Well, all you're seeing is the tip of the iceberg right? Nobody's going to show you their hot mess behind the scenes. (laughs) Well, I do. (laughs) I go, I go live every, I don't know, three, a couple of times a week on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page. And I, yeah, whatever is good, bad, and ugly, I share. Maybe I should (laughs) share some of my hot mess. Sure. Other entrepreneurs feel welcome. I think the thing is by sharing our hot mess, they go, oh, you're a real person. Um, I can identify, you know, they, it's subconsciously very often they'll say, well, I identify with that. I'm struggling with the same thing. Or I know somebody who's struggling with the same thing. You know, I'll recommend her because she really, she really understands. 
it makes you feel like you're alone, right? You see all these people who are super successful and you're behind the scenes like, what the hell am I doing wrong? And uh, <laughs> it's like, everybody's like that. Like one day you're like on top of the world and the next day you're like on the floor crying your eyes out with a glass of wine. <laughs> That's how it works, right? <laughs> yes. and That's entrepreneurship for you. <laughs> yeah, and very often, um, and it doesn't matter what size of business, you know, really and truly it doesn't. Um, you know, I've worked with people in $10 million businesses, people who are building $100 million businesses. Very often, they are so freaking lonely up there. They have no one to talk to, no one to bounce ideas off, um, and no one who truly understands because they, they're human. They have the same challenges we do. This has been very insightful. Thanks for joining <laughs> us today. <laughs> my pleasure. If it, you know, if my, you know, ups and downs and entrepreneurial journey and uh, can inspire someone to keep going or motivating them, um, then hey, love Job it. Job is done. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So thank you so much for joining us today, Diana. And uh, we will have all her information listed on our Facebook page if you want to look her up there. So Perfect. thanks for tuning in today. Take care. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more tips, check out our blog at simpledesk.ca and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of the action.